Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. So he had a bear sighting. Uh, Chuck Schumer doesn't want you to uh, run into any dangerous products at the dollar store. A lot of stuff going on today with Beach and Company. Mainly, I'm here. I, I'm very happy to be here because I very seldom do the show from home. In fact, I've never done the show from home, so I guess that's very seldom. It is Beach and Company. Are you ready to go? News Talk 930 presents to you now, Sandy Beach. First of all, I want to start the show with a shameless plug. Um, if you're at a top store, pick up a copy of the Ampole Eagle, uh, the February 6th edition, actually, of the Ampole Eagle. On the front page of the Ampole Eagle is a woman who has a particular set of skills. Yes, the lovely Bernadette. Uh, it's a story of her stepping down as parade coordinator uh, for the big 63,000 people last year, Dingus Day Parade. So she did a great job. Uh, she's uh, leaving on a very high note. And we wish everybody in the parade good luck and, and uh, hope it's even bigger and better than ever. But if you want to see the story of her stepping down, it's on the Ampole Eagle. You know, I've got a lot of awards, and I've been interviewed a thousand times. I've never been on the Ampole Eagle. Have either of you guys been on the Ampole? I have not been on the Ampole Your Ampole list. No, no, never interviewed. Now, Buzzy, uh, you're just starting, so... But I doubt if you would you would just leap forward to the Ampole Eagle. No, I have not had that honor yet. Uh, so I'm sure you will. Oh, thank I you. Uh, I listened from home. Uh, you guys sounded good, and uh, appreciate you doing a good, uh, maybe a little too good. You know what I mean? You could tone <laughs> it down a tad. I appreciate that. Uh, yeah, don't be as I uh, don't be as good as uh, I think you guys are. Now, Chuck Schumer. Chuck Schumer says. That some of the dollar stores, the you know, uh, might have products that are dangerous, dangerous to you, uh, and uh, I, I don't know why he got onto this. I, I, you know, how did he did he accidentally walk into a dollar store and uh, find a bottle of cyanide in there? I'm really not sure. I don't think so. But Chuck, Chuck, I mean, uh, you're downplaying the dollar store. Uh, what do you what do you think is a good buy? What do you th what are you proud of, Chuck? I'm very proud of my caucus. I don't know if they sell his caucus there. Uh, do, do you think? Uh, why would he be proud of his caucus? First of all, let me make sure. Say it again so I understand, uh, Chuck. Please. Uh, now, hi, you're proud of your of your caucus. I'm very no? proud of my caucus. Okay, well that's good. But you're not the whole caucus. The caucus is a is a collective. It's a group. Are you proud of each and every one of them? Are you just proud of, of you as a member of the caucus? 
I don't know. What do you guys think? Do you think he's proud of everybody in his caucus? No, no. He's only proud of himself. He's proud of, he said Very it. selfish he person. He said it. He said, I'm proud yes. of my caucus. My caucus. Exactly. Uh, they put him in charge. Well, I guess he is in charge. He's the minority leader. Yes. Yeah, I, I mean, can you imagine being another member of his caucus saying, I don't remember this being the Chuck Schumer uh, caucus. Wait a minute. A lesser Caucasian? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know about that. And uh, is that an inclusive caucus? Because if you're a member of the Caucasian, uh, Caucasians are one group of people that live here. What about the others? Are you proud of the Muslims? Are you proud of the Native Americans? Uh, are you proud of everybody, even people who aren't in your caucus? He doesn't like the Caucasians. I think so. I think he's anti-Caucasian. He is. Uh, so anyway, we got uh, that uh, Chuck to talk to. Does he about. still like chickens, by the way? <laughs> yeah, I think so, because uh, we gave him that heads up on the on the chickens, remember? Yeah. That? So what would you guys do yesterday? Have any fun without me? Well, uh, I was, uh, had a cup of coffee. Uh, oh, that's exciting. Good day for you. <laughs> uh, listen to uh, callers calling in all day and that oh. sort of thing. You know, standard day. Good. How about you, Buzzy? Yeah, you know, um, covered a few things. But let me tell you, Sandy. Including your mouth, probably. But go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> let me tell you. Have you heard of the broomstick challenge? Uh-huh. <laughs> No. <laughs> Do we want to? Tony, get ready to dump. Again? Put your finger on the green button. I got my thumb on the green button. What about the broomstick challenge? It's a new social media where people are getting their broomsticks and having and them what? having them stand on their own on their kitchen floor. From on the on the part that cleans the floor? Yes, or, on the or, or the uh, part that goes into the part that cleans the floor. No, on the bristle part, having it just stand. Why would you want to do that? So what? you could take a picture and put it on Instagram. Oh, my God. Well, I'm glad that somebody took a picture of that, sent it to outer space, for crying out loud, and it came back, and it's a picture of a broom standing well, up. It's the number four trending thing in the country well, of right now. it would be. I'm surprised it got, it got edged out. When it's trending, I go the opposite direction. Yeah. Every once in a while, I'll see something on trending that I'm interested in, but not all the time. Not many. So the uh, have you done the broomstick challenge? No, I was thinking maybe during one of the breaks I could go get a broomstick and we could do it here. I know uh, a couple of people that work here ride in on a broomstick, <laughs> so you should have no shortage of uh, finding Ouch. one. <laughs> Ow. The ones with the striped stockings <laughs> lying under the house that fell on them. Well, they get their own parking space. Exactly. That's the good part about it. All right, we'll take a break and return on News Radio 930 WBN. Well, I'm glad to see they finally took my advice. I said, you know, on these deals of the day, we got to insert a little humor into them. You know, it's, it's one thing to just say it's a good deal, and it is a good deal. But when people listen, I think, I think they like to start off with a little humor. And so look what I have here. Oh, by the way, <laughs> who was it, Mark Stein? Mark Stein was filling in for Rush last week, and I heard him say the things that, that he's learned from Rush. And he thinks Rush is a genius because Rush does this. Rattling paper. He's been rattling paper since 1960. I mean, he's a little bit behind. He is from England, right, or Australia or something like Canada, that. Canada, isn't he? Is he from Canada? Yep. Okay. You would think crinkling the paper wouldn't be <laughs> Russia's greatest thing. Uh, you know, he's got a lot of good things that we can count on from him, but not crinkling the paper isn't one of them. Yeah, Mark needs to uh, stop with the kissing up. Yeah, so Mark, listen. There, mention me that I'm, uh, I'm crinkling the paper, too. I'm just copying Rush. 
you know. Although and, I will say this, I like Mark Stein. You know, I didn't at the beginning. I didn't <clears throat> for a lot of reasons. Hold on, just one second. I think the one thing about him, he is very intelligent. And not the type of person you want to get into a debate with because he will clean your clock. But I just I like his personality, uh, the things that he says. I, I think he does a great job. All right. When I first heard him, I didn't like him. Uh, I don't know what it was. That there was something I didn't like about him. Uh, for one thing, he's a young guy that sounds like an old guy. Right. That's the exact opposite of what you want. You want an old guy who sounds like a young guy. Any, any volunteers for that? Thank you very much. <laughs> yes, uh, thank you very much. But he's grown on me, and I like him now. I do like him now. I didn't like him then. You know who he reminds me of in, in that description of the young guy that sounds old was the Grease Man. Oh, Grease uh, Man, that's true. How that's he, true. You know, legendary Washington, D.C. Yep. Uh, radio guy who I think is just fabulous. The Grease but Man reminds me of him. was when uh, WKBW did our uh, Great American Talent sh- uh, Hunt. Mm-hmm. We brought in disc jockeys to do a night on the air at KB covering the whole East Coast, and we had an opening for a night shift. Grease Man, I think, came in second. Really? Yeah, to the janitor. The janitor actually won that. Uh, I, I know that when Shane's in town, he likes to say he won it, but he didn't. Uh, the Grease, uh, the janitor won it and actually uh, didn't stay very long. But the Grease Man ended up in Washington. Wow. Yeah, so, He's yeah. had a pretty decent career. <laughs> yeah. Oh, very good. Now, uh, as I was saying, we suggested they put a little humor into the deals of the day. See see if this grabs you. Now, hold on to your ribs, okay, because you're liable to – we may have to go 911 to get somebody in here to supply oxygen to the room. You All right? right, I'm bracing myself. Are you ready? Joe, brace yourself. The Shrine Circus isn't clowning around. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> Stop it. My ribs are killing me. I'll have to take the day off. Are we covered by group insurance with this? <laughs> Who wrote a Shecky? Who wrote this? <laughs> Who wrote this? Somebody from Uzbekistan or what? Uh, we got to find out who wrote it and track them down like a dog. <laughs> Hunt them down. <laughs> <laughs> the Shrine Circus isn't clowning around with this deal. Yuck. Get a family four pack <laughs> of circus tickets for just $30. That's 50% off. It's really a good deal. Forget the humor, but it is a good deal. It's the deal of the day for my perks. Uh, uh, go to getmyperks.com for details. Remember, the perks are living in Western New York. Just a few clicks away to getmyperks.com. Don't forget, the Shrine Circus isn't <laughs> clowning around. <laughs> you know who should do this spot? Clowny, the, uh, the the football player. J- J- Javé. J- Oh, you say it's Ricky Gervais Clowney. Javadian Clowney. Jadavian? With a D or a V? Something like that, yeah. Is it a D or a V? Jadavian? I think there's both in there. Javagan. Jadavian. Javagan would be somebody that doesn't eat meat. (laughs) (laughs) I get to meet Javagan right here. Jadavian. Jadavian Clowney. Yeah. See, he, with a name like Clowney, and that's probably what it says on his uniform on the back, Clowney. So I bet everybody tests him to see how funny he is. Funny thing happened on my way to the 30-yard line. Yeah. That kind of stuff. On my way to the quarterback. Uh, Okay, they said Mark Stein is 60 years old. He doesn't look 60 at all. No. No, that's what the screen says. Uh, But anyway, I do like him now. Uh, You're right. He's very intelligent. He knows what's going on. Uh, There again, uh, he works on a small market in New England. 
The only market in New England worth working is Boston, okay? And he lives in um, either, I think it's New Hampshire, where they are now for the, the, big, uh, the big election. Did you see that? Uh, if you saw the uh, last night, the, the president's uh, rally, it was packed to the ceiling. Holy cow. Yeah, and then we find out today that there was a, uh, not directly uh, uh, opposite it, but there was a get-out-the-vote rally for Biden. Two people showed up. <laughs> Isn't that God's way of saying drop out of the race? I mean, really. Two people. And there was another one with a different candidate. I didn't hear it clearly on our morning news, but that person had three people show up. So their cum for the two of them is five. Five. Two and That's three. That's it. That's it. Wow. Yeah. And meanwhile, uh, the, uh, he keeps rolling along. Yes, our favorite socialist, Bernie, just keeps rolling along. Uh, it's amazing how he's just whipping everybody, and the Democrats are sweating bullets. You can't put an avowed socialist at the top of your ticket. It does look like he is going to be the front runner now. The question is, what will the party do to prevent him? Will Hillary like have to time. come in again? Uh, I know a lot of talk about her coming in uh, at the convention. Uh, but the thing with, with Bernie is he's appealing, he's appealing to a small uh, – I mean, yeah, he's getting – you know, crowds and things, but there's such a small uh, segment of our population. I'll tell you, my sister used to live in New England, and I lived, oh, half an hour from New England, right over the Massachusetts uh, border. And uh, people in Massachusetts are Yankees. Just put a uh, uh, thought of like a, a pipe sticking out of the corner of their mouth, and it's not easy to snow on them. They would not uh, play the one pea under three walnut sh- uh, shells game at the fair. Uh, they're very straightforward, value, they think in terms of value. Uh, I don't know if, if uh, they're going to go in, in, in route to Bernie today or not. Well, the younger generation. Yeah, well, yeah, quite possibly, those who just moved to New Hampshire. Speaking of rally sizes, did you see uh, Martha McCollum over the weekend? I did see Martha McCollum. She, uh, she's very attractive. Yes, and she's from Buffalo. I know. She was born in Buffalo. Actually, I did the math. When she was... Uh, the age that that we dominated with KB, she was living here. So it's quite possible that if you said uh, Sandy Beach says hello, she go. I used to listen to him when I was a little girl. It's quite possible. Yeah, they had right. her Jane Skinner listening to yeah, you. Yeah, Jane Skinner. That's right. She, Not uh, fair. So Martha McCollum tweeted a picture out from the Democrat candidate dinner they had on Saturday. Okay. By the way, the. County executive from this county was at that event. Well, of course. Mark Poland cars, <laughs> how could they do it without him? But you could see from her picture, and this is while someone's speaking, so it's not one of those like the Washington Post does before yeah. Trump comes out or anything. And the upper level is almost completely empty. There are empty seats scattered throughout the bottom level. And she said the exact same dinner in 2016 was packed to the rafters for Donald Trump. Oh, wow. Yeah, he's. He knows how to draw a crowd, and it's the same basic speech, but people want to see him, and they're there oh. hour after hour before uh, uh, before he comes out to speak. Yet the Dems want to keep on, uh, let's see, labeling Trump supporters as deplorables, idiots, hillbillies. Well, let me tell you something. If um, uh, if Bernie ends up with the uh, at the top of the ticket there, I'll be very happy because I don't think we're ready to elect a socialist. I really don't. I think, uh, I think that's a big poison pill for the Democrats, but what are they going to do? Last time they tried to screw him out of it, 
If they screw them out of it again, they'll need a, a, a hooker's license. I mean, it's just too much. Here's my only issue, and I mentioned this yesterday, Sandy. You've got a lot of millennials my age who have probably never voted or haven't voted since college, and they get so supportive of Bernie. I mean, that that will drive people who have never voted before to the polls. That's what scares me. Let me tell you something. We know you. We work with you. That's not your only problem. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we could list a few if, if you oh, wanted thank to. You. Thank yeah, you. Thank you very much. Yeah. Well, that's what they said about Obama, that, that he awakened the college students, and they, they voted for him, and he won. See how that turned out for you. Yeah, yeah. the crowd there has never really held a job, hasn't yeah. paid taxes. I, right? don't, I don't think you should even be allowed to vote unless you pay taxes. I agree. Yeah, I mean, really. That's, uh, you know, they can be minimal, but at least you got some stake in the game. What what they do is they talk to people when they do surveys, like, are you okay? Are you okay with a, a 50% tax increase? Sure, yeah, count on it. And then they go away, you find out they don't pay taxes anyway. <laughs> so why not? They got a 100% tax deduction. The one thing that I'm liking uh, out of the news that I've been reading lately is that uh, – the Dems are in trouble of losing the House. We speculated that, uh, but it's looking more and more likely like they're going to lose. So bye-bye, Nancy. They had a lot of people that voted for impeachment in the House. That's why it went to the Senate. And uh, I'm sure that uh, Trump has a list because he's not the kind of guy you want to upset. Uh, ask like, Vidman. <laughs> yeah, ask, he's like, like ticking off Tony Soprano. By taking his uh, parking space. You don't want to do that. By the way, you see how upset the left is that Trump dared to uh, let Vindman go? And uh, what's the other one that he said you know goodbye? You know 70 funny? Obama holdovers. You know, yeah, they shouldn't have had them in the first place. Right. But I, you, know what's, you, you know what respect I have for the uniform. Okay, Lieutenant Colonel Vindman. 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 I don't like him and didn't like him before he even testified. He looked like a punk. He looked like a little plastic face. You ever see his face? It, it looks like he blew it up with a bicycle pump. It looked like the type of person that uh, everybody in the neighborhood took turns picking on or beating up. And if you didn't like him, he's got a twin. Yeah, you'd probably you beat him up beat too. him up too. You uh, beat one up, you get one free. That's a good deal. I think that's a deal that Chuck Schumer might even like. He might even like. I'm very proud of my caucus. I know you are, Chuck. You have the the most admired caucus in the Senate. Thank you. We'll be back with more after this. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. 
Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseballs and boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. I think I'll run down uh, downtown Buffalo to the auto show, the convention center, and see if they've forgotten to take some cars home. You know, you never can tell. There's a lot of cars going in and out. Can I help you? Especially that red Corvette that I saw in the paper. That looked pretty nice. That was beautiful. With an engine built here uh, at, in western New York. That's I, very nice. I like that. And I love the fact that the uh, manufacturers are putting more money back into the plants. Yeah. I, I wish they had uh, uh, reamed it out to go 500 horse. They, they, they went 450. 450 in today's horsepower ranges, even for almost any cars that cost a lot less than a Corvette, isn't that much power? Five hundred sounds a lot more than four fifty, and it might even be five hundred for some reason. And they only want to say it's four fifty, but uh, I, th- I think uh, they should have they should have added a little more juice well, to it. I know during the muscle car era of the sixties and early seventies, manufacturers always listed the horsepower well below than what it actually was. I know. So I'm wondering if they still do that. I don't. Know I know if- they do that with the. Uh, uh, I, they did it with the Supra uh, recently. So in Japan, they have to list them. So I can't imagine what the real horsepower is on a GTR. Yeah, I, I can't either. I mean, I had one, and it was very, very powerful. And uh, and, and the uh, the Beast is very powerful. But there's a lot of vehicles that are in that classification now. I would want Corvette to stand out a little bit more with a little bit more engine in it. I think I said this back. You remember when the Cyclone came out? Yeah, Back, I do. Was it the eighties? I, I ran to the storm center. When I did. did you really? Hey, look out! The cyclone's coming out. When that came out, I had uh, my thought process was: we're eventually going to see the SUVs and the trucks get into the horsepower war. And lo and behold, that's where we are right now. And I was telling you before the program: now Dodge with the Durango, they're going to put the Hellcat engine in that. See, the Hellcat engine is too much to put in the Durango. I mean, uh, I've, I've not had a Durango. I drove one uh, halfway across the country once, and it's a very nice truck, but it's small. And uh, the Hellcat engine on that would, you better watch how you're driving if they do that. You probably burn up the tires with yeah, that thing. I think so. Uh, so I think the, uh, the, the powerful engine they had in it before as the optional one is plenty for that. But they, they want to they wanna market that uh, 706, what is it? 707. 707 horsepower uh, a lot more. Uh, they're, they're putting it on everything but roller skates. They have it in the Jeep Grand Cherokee, which they call in the Trackhawk. Yep. And now it's going to be available in Durango. I think next year, if I'm not mistaken, uh, Ford has increased the horsepower in their trucks. Uh, I don't know if it's uh, translating to the Explorer. You know when we'll get to the end of the world when they put it in a Wrangler. You imagine the uh, the Hellcat in a Wrangler. <laughs> First of all, the engine is probably about the size of a Wrangler. Yeah, I don't think it would fit. Okay, got a lot of stuff going on here, including the fact that a lot of people are bent out of shape because the federal government says, you know these programs that we have, these TTP, Trusted Traveler programs, uh, you might have a Nexus Pass, that's part of that. I have... I don't have a Nexus, but I have a global entry 
a card, and I've used it many times for international travel, and it's very helpful, and uh, it, it expedites uh, the lines. They still put you through security, no question about that, but you got a better shot if you got one of these uh, global entry cards. And uh, I, I went up and I was interviewed by the feds along with the woman who has a particular set of skills. <clears throat> we, were, uh, we were there for quite a while, but we got the pass. And we're very glad we got it, simply because um, when you're traveling, the lines are part of traveling by, by air. And you just don't want to stand in that line any more than you have to. So we're very happy we have them. But what the feds are saying now, because of the uh, the uh, seatbelt, the, the green green light uh, b- um, bill, it is causing a problem because New York State is not sharing valuable information with federal law enforcement that's at the uh, motor vehicle department. Uh, sometimes they need it. It could be a matter of life or death. And so this is their way of, of uh, coming back and saying, you better modify that or change it or rescind it or do something about it. Uh, so the question is, uh, is this about politics uh, or is it about safety or is it both? Now, I think it's both. Uh, no question that Andrew Cuomo and, and Donald Trump don't get along well. Uh, yeah, and, uh, and Andrew uh, tends to mouth off from time to time. Uh, and he's running a very, very liberal state with a lot of th- things that I'm sure the president doesn't like. So I think the political part could be there for that, okay? Uh, so keep in mind, Trump moved out of New York. doesn't even live in New York anymore. He, uh, he moved to Florida, what, a month ago, two months ago, something like that. Uh, so I think uh, that's the political part. The safety part, absolutely. You heard our uh, U.S. attorney outline it uh, by saying that when the uh, police— or ICE, or any of these people need information. They need access to it. And I thought we got past all of that stuff with 9-11 when George Bush signed something that said that the, uh, uh, the agencies could share information if they chose to. And that, that was a good thing because before that, how many of us knew that they didn't? I, I don't. I guess unless you were in law enforcement, you wouldn't know it. Uh, so uh, the fact that it has to be shared, but uh, the, uh, the green light bill will not allow that. So uh, the feds and the state officials are taking, are taking a, uh, a stand on it. Now, I heard uh, Paul uh, this morning say the Tenth Amendment, uh, because the, the feds are being sued by the, uh, the state, the Tenth Amendment might be helpful to the state. Uh, And the Tenth Amendment says basically, I don't have it in front of me, but it says basically that any laws that are not specifically, any authorities that are not specifically for the federal government will uh, go to the local government. Uh, But here's the thing. If immigration is part of what the feds don't like on this, and that's part of their presentation, uh, remember in Arizona where Jan Brewer was the governor and Joe Apio was the, uh, the sheriff. And they were enforcing, because the federal government wasn't, they were enforcing immigration laws. And uh, that was during uh, Barack Obama's uh, reign. So they were doing it. And then they got sued. And the, uh, the courts ruled that the state could not enforce immigration rules. Those were strictly for the federal uh, agencies to do. So, and, and that was a Supreme Court ruling. 
Now, I don't know what they decide is precedent and what they decide is not, but that's certainly if it's precedent. And the, and the uh, feds say this is also about illegal immigration. I think you might find that the federal courts, the U.S. Supreme Court, would rule in their favor. I mean, I'm not a lawyer, but I'm just thinking that if they're saying that in plain speak, uh, without lawyerese speak, that would something I think would be irrational. It's a logical conclusion uh, to think that way. If they rule one way in Arizona, they have to rule that way here. Yeah, I think it's automatic. Okay, uh, I want to ask you and Buzzy. Is it politics that they're freezing? I didn't say what they're going to do. Uh, they're, uh, you can't get a new pass right now. They're frozen. If you have one already and it has to be renewed, you can't get it renewed. Okay? So that's it. Now, a lot of people are complaining because they go across the border a lot, especially with uh, Canada in our own backyard. And now it's, it's causing some hardship with uh, commerce and things like that. And you can certainly understand it. You can understand that if somebody has a business and it's uh, suffering uh, because of this. So, Tony, is it is it uh, politics? Is it safety or is it both? Uh, I'm going to say both. Tell me why. I think politics, obviously, for the uh, climate that we're in and with Trump having a war with uh, all liberal states and California and New York. Uh, so that's the politics side. But the safety side, and you look at uh, you know immigration, we have to stop illegals from coming here because we understand why they're being brought here, and that's for votes. And, and we have to look seriously at the war on the police. Look, in New York, they've advised the police people, don't wear, if you're not on duty, don't wear anything that says NYPD. Think about it like that. The yeah. cops have to go into hiding, basically, so that they're not becoming pop shots. In fact, the union has declared war on, uh, on the mayor. Yeah, they've turned their back on the mayor many times uh, lately. Buzzy, is it, um, uh, is it a political decision, a safety decision, or both? I will also say it's both. Uh, mainly political, though, because if this was about safety, I understand um, New York as a sanctuary state. And, you know, we don't have documentation on a lot of people who now can sign up for a government ID. Um, I understand that part of it. But why are people who have been in the system, who are just looking to renew their nexus or renew their global entry, why should those people be frozen? Uh, because it takes, uh, it takes the pressure off. Keep in mind, when uh, the feds do this, it's designed to put pressure on. Well, if suddenly the people inside the state uh, find that they're angry and they're mad, and that puts pressure on, puts pressure on Cuomo. And so uh, we'll, we'll see if, if either of them will blink. It's probably going to go to a, a court because uh, the state has sued the feds on this already. So it depends on high up, how high up it gets. But without that, uh, without that uh, a part of it, they wouldn't have the pressure they have as they have with it. So that's probably why they want they want a residence to be uncomfortable. Yeah. And I don't see w without the courts, Trump or Cuomo budging. They both are downstate New Yorkers. Yeah, absolutely. They used to be neighbors. Maybe he borrowed a cup of money from him at one time. <laughs> OK, we'll take a break. Uh, we want to hear from you. 803-0930-1800-616-9236, star 930. Is it politics? Is it safety? Is it both uh, for the uh, feds? deciding not to renew TTP programs such as 
uh, Nexus and Global Entry, at least for now. They're not erasing them. They're just freezing them. Uh, or is it safety because the police and other agencies can't get the info they need, sometimes in life and death situations? Or is it both? I, we all, The three of us agree that it's both. On News Radio 930 WBEN. Let's go to the phones. Uh, this is Jerry in Grand Island. Jerry, you're on WBEN. How you doing, Sandy? I'm doing fine, Jerry. What about the, this push by the feds? Is it politics? Is it safety? Is it both? Well, I think it's really neither one. I, I mean, a lot of times we hear Canadian people, they get really upset that we don't understand that they're a sovereign nation. And when we make these deals for Nexus and Go Passes and all that, we have a certain responsibility to them, and one of the things is access to the information, and they need that access also. So we can't just unilaterally make a decision, we're going to cut you off from this, because we have agreements with that country to give those passes out. That's a good point. And, you know, another point that hasn't been brought up, and I think it should be brought up, didn't we learn not that many years ago that the state actually takes the records from the DMV and sells them? Uh, because I was shocked when I found out that they did that. Now, maybe they uh, they don't do it anymore. I'm not uh, familiar with if they're still doing it. But at one time, they used to sell that stuff. Well, nothing surprises me anymore. But I had something from 2008. I'm 60 years old already, you know. Okay. And they said, hey, it was I had fireworks. I got grabbed for having fireworks, okay? And they knew about it. It was in their computer bank and everything. So I told them, and they let me in, but... You know, they need that information so that they can decide, you know. Well, they really do. And think about it. If you were going to steal a car in Canada, what better time to do it than now? Because I heard J.P. Kennedy, the uh, U.S. attorney, uh, say that they don't have access to the stolen car information. So if, if an officer at the border was checking your vehicle, he wouldn't know that it was hot. Yeah, well, I just, like I said, wanted to make that point. We can't just unilaterally. It doesn't have nothing to do with Trump, or, or it's bigger than that. It's well, he may have uh, he may have coincided with the premier uh, to find out if that was okay. But basically, uh, basically, I'm glad he did it because I think it, it, even though it is a political issue, more importantly, it's a safety issue, and I don't want the cops or ICE or any of those federal law enforcement officers to get injured or killed on the job because we were thick-headed and, and uh, demanded to do it this way. I, I agree with you 100%. I don't believe our Border Patrol gets the credit. I mean, they're our first line of defense. Yep. They're, they're serving us every day, and they don't get near the respect that they deserve. Here, here, Jerry. Thank you, and thank you for calling. Yeah. How would you like to be a cop? And you're looking at that. That looks suspicious. I better, I better check it. You, know, you dial it up in your computer and nothing shows up. What's wrong with that? And why in hell does New York State care about protecting illegals? I'd like to know that because that's, that's a big part of this. Too. Illegals and criminals because yeah. don't forget, after the crime, they're going to be right back on the street. Yeah, because they have the reform. So you gotta, uh, they don't want you to really catch them. And if you do catch them, they don't really want to put them in jail. I mean, what's wrong with this picture? Does that sound right to you? Because it doesn't sound right to me. But they'll vote Democrat. Yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, the poor cops have to go out there with a badge on, sitting ducks. And now, and I was shocked when I learned that New York has had so many random shootings of policemen that the, uh, they're, they're telling the cops, when you're not on duty, don't wear anything that says NYPD on it. I mean, that's pretty sick. 
don't you think? And then if the cop does shoot back and there's something that happens, yeah, it's going to be police brutality. Some citizens group. Yeah, it was only a fake gun, and he's he's only a child. He's 14. And, you he used know, to make pie. Yeah, yeah, pie and soups. Best known for his pie and soups. Okay, let's go to uh, Bill in Eden. Bill, you're on WBEN. Good morning, Sandy. Hello there, Bill. Yeah, it's both, and it's not just a political football. I think it's a political watermelon because this so-called green light law, it's not green. It's really red on the inside. It's a safety issue. And um, Canada, Justin Trudeau is like, if the United States had got Hillary Clinton for president, Justin Trudeau, Trudeau is similar to that for Canada. And I think everyone affected by nexus here in the United States what you really need to do is to continue to communicate with postcards and handwrite them and, and whatever, or let Mayor, Mayor Brown know, let, let uh, Brian Higgins know, especially let Governor Cuomo know that you're dissatisfied with this. Yeah, why wouldn't a public official like Mayor Brown or the county executive be in favor of, of uh, either rescinding this bill or uh, trimming it down? Uh, do they not care about the safety of the uh, officers and the safety of the people walking on the street? Is, it, is political the only thing they care about? Because why haven't they spoken up? The only one we've heard uh, so far is the U.S. attorney. Of course, that's a federal position, and so you would expect him to back up uh, what the federal government does. But you don't hear the locals. It's, it's like they don't care. It's like they don't want to be bothered with it because they know that the people, many of the people that vote for him, are liable to be caught in this trap. So I just saw in Canada that Omar Khadr, the uh, terrorist, that killed an American soldier is around flying on Canadian airlines now. Lovely. Lovely. Thank you very much. Uh, appreciate it. 803-0930-1800-616-9236, star 930. Let's go to Fred in New Mexico. Fred, you're on WB. Okay, Fred, hold on because we got to go to uh, Rush Limbaugh, and then we'll come back to you. Let me just put you on... Hole right there. We'll go to New Mexico when we return on News Radio 930 WBN. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 